Welcome to Soul Sisters on the Run podcast. I'm Keisha and Sabrina. And today we have another exciting conversation to share with you all. During our runs, we talk about a variety of topics. Today, we would like to share our thoughts and opinions from our latest run. Take a listen, enjoy, and let us know what you think. Please feel free to provide feedback on our Facebook page. Also during our runs, we always reflect and express moments of gratitude. We ask that you start your day by doing the same. Thank you for listening. Welcome back to Soul Sisters on the Run podcast. I'm Keisha. And Sabrina. And we're so excited to bring this episode to you today on uh, menopause, (laughs) the uh, subject that a lot of us uh, don't quite talk about or haven't (laughs) heard much about, right? uh, but we think is very uh, relevant and we've been hearing a lot of people uh, discuss it lately. Uh, So we're just going to talk about it from our perspective uh really from Sabrina perspective I haven't experienced it yet at least I don't think (laughs) I joke about being perimenopausal um but and just how it affects your everyday life and the people around you and impact your exercise life uh just you know it's so important and I think it's like the something that we kind of sweep under the rug right um so well I don't know if we sweep it under the rug I just think I don't know I think sometimes people are either embarrassed yeah they're just not because there's so many different things that your body can experience you don't really know you don't know if it's menopause if it's something else if it's stress so it's a lot of uncertainty and then embarrassment with it and then you know just kind of feeling because this kind of it marks the end of your ability to birth a child and be a mother so um some some sadness there too so yeah yeah but we yeah and and I like uh, we were talking the other day about this as we were prepping for it and the view uh Gabrielle Union was on there and Whoopi Goldberg mentioned that you know the same thing many people probably don't talk about it because everyone experienced it differently right you know it's so different it's kind of difficult to talk about which I mean I think that's a good point as well mm-hmm. um, and not having or feeling like no one will relate to you you know mm-hmm. um for that reason right so let's get into it what is menopause <laughs> <laughs> what exactly is menopause do you ask so it's the ending of it is the ending of okay we're gonna have to do it over okay menopause is is the time (laughs) that marks the end of your menstrual cycles as sabrina mentioned Mm -hmm. um is diagnosed after you've gone 12 months without a menstrual period menopause can happen in your 40s or 50s but the average age is 51 in the United States. Uh, so uh, menopause is very, it's natural. You know, it's, it's not unnatural. It may feel unnatural, so I've heard, um, but it is a natural process. And, it's, and it comes in a form of something that we've all heard of like hot flashes, mm-hmm. um, 
emotional symptoms may disrupt other areas of your life. You're, you know, you have low energy. Uh, memory so, loss. <laughs> yeah, memory loss. I heard weight gain. Weight gain, night sweats, trouble mm -hmm. sleeping. There's a slew, a slew of symptoms. Um, urinary incontinence, um, mm -hmm. sexual discomfort, lack of libido, hair loss or hair growth. <laughs> mm -hmm. Or um, they say your, your breasts may get bigger too. Mm -hmm. I, I can attest to that. <laughs> but that can be a good thing or a bad thing. <laughs> it's not good for me. I already had them, so I did not need any more. Like what Gabriel, Gabriel Union said on The View, she was like, why didn't this happen when I was like, when I really wanted it, when I was like a teenager? <laughs> right, right. So then like the flip side of that is being perimenopausal. Mm -hmm. So that's like the first stage of the end of your menstruation. So that can start, you know, your late 30s. Well, and you can, ex I'm sorry. What's that? Huh? Well, yeah, early to mid 30s too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 So, I mean, some symptoms that you will want to look out for is irregular periods, vaginal dryness, hot flashes, mood swings, weight gain. Um, that's just some 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 symptoms that you may come across and it can last and just menopause in general can last up to five years she could go longer than that really it could go yeah. years yeah that, that was one of the articles i read like on average it can be five years yeah don't scare the people now <laughs> I mean, I know, but we need to know this we need to have because like everyone's experience isn't the same and just, you know, having that information kind of will empower us and at least give us an idea. So to, you know, either expect the worst, but hope for the best, you know? <laughs> so. and, and what I know, what I found too, uh, what I noticed is so many, what we have now, uh, thankful for the internet, is so many support groups, uh, like yeah. Facebook support groups for like perimenopausal and menopausal that you can, you know, get answers from, you know, and you have that support uh, and support group to lean on and talk to about it, which is huge. Mm -hmm. So you don't feel alone. So they got all types of recommendations in there mm -hmm. of uh, products you can use. And I saw like a hormonal uh, product that this lady was using to deal with her hormones. It was out of balance. Or some people instead of taking like the hormones they uh, do it the natural way and just deal with with the symptoms and do like yoga yoga and, i don't know if you remember um you know i'm a sex in the city fan and the movie the second movie samantha was like on when she was taking all these pills and to help deal with it but then when they went to abu dhabi they took all her pills but yams she was eating yams like crazy like all day long but yams is supposed to be like a food to help I guess reduce the symptoms and I know there were some um other food items and things to not eat to help um deal with it and not I guess um increase the symptoms so like and we talked about that too 
Yeah, uh, like salty foods. Caffeine. Um, yeah, red wine. I'm like, oh, that's when you lose me there. Yeah. I'm not. <laughs> I just have to deal because I notice when I do drink my wine, I, I get hot. I get start get my hot flashes, but you know, I mean, it makes. I'm not giving it up. So, <laughs> in theory, I mean, it makes a lot of sense why you wouldn't uh, drink it. But I mean, you know, since we're talking about it, um, I haven't experienced it yet, but I know it's coming. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's coming, and you know, if you're up to it, you know, share like what has your experience been like with menopause how has it impacted like your exercise and your workout routine um well just sometimes you know like the just the tiredness fatigueness dealing with fatigue um can impact my workout but honestly I think the being consistent you know with running and working out I think that has actually helped kind of subsided a bit because I don't have um like intense symptoms so I get I was getting the night sweats um, for a while, but um, I ended up changing my comforter um, to just a lightweight like quilt. And then um, and then honestly, I'm just I don't sleep in anything. And so that helps because I was, you know, I always slept in pajamas or something. And um, that helped a lot. But other than that, I don't get you know, I don't get the breaking out in sweat, hot flashes. I just, I can feel my body kind of getting hot. So, and I think that has a lot to do with the fact that I work out and drink, you know, drink my water and try and eat somewhat healthy, you know, as much as possible. Um, so I think that has helped my symptoms being active, physically active and, you know, kind of trying to watch my diet. Um, but yeah, it hasn't, just some days, you know, you just feel sluggish um, and, you know, you just push through and that, you know, and you know how that, you know how that is. If you don't get enough sleep or mm-hmm. uh, anybody can experience that and you just, you just get through it. And so usually, you know, if I'm feeling sluggish, sometimes I don't know, I might not realize, well, what's actually causing that? Cause I might think it's, well, you know, I didn't I went to bed too late or whatever, but it could be hormonal. And I just deal with it and just push through it. Because um, then, you know, like we always say, you always still feel better afterwards. So, um, yeah, that's just, it hasn't really, um, I guess, halted or negatively impacted my workout. Um, and I guess I've been doing this for so long. So I'm just used to doing what I do. So yeah, and it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't affect my workout. Now it affects other areas like my productivity at work. You know, being able to focus when I was in school, um, being able to focus my memory, things like that, and just you know, and then my sleep. Well, I guess that that is a way um, because I um, don't always sleep well at night, so that can affect your workout because then you know you know, we run at zero dark 30. So if you're not sleeping throughout the night, you know, you're sluggish on your run. So, you know, running on just a few hours of sleep or um, broken sleep. So it impacts it that way. Um, But, you know, after a while, you just get used to dealing with it. And we do what we do. So that's, you know, I guess that's just my attitude. I just 
I'd rather run than not run because um, I'll feel better after the run. So yeah, so that that how that's how it's like I said, it doesn't really hinder my workouts, but it it you know it does impact it a little bit. Um, but I think working out actually improves the symptoms and helps me cope with menopause better than if I didn't. No, it makes sense. Now, I, you know, I, I joke about, and I still joke about, maybe I'm perimenopausal because I have moments where I wake up and I'm like in, in sweats. In <laughs> 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 my whole, like my area of the bed is like wet and dripping wet. Yep. I'm like, oh my God, could this be yep. a sign? Because I'm in my late 30s. Yeah. So I'm like, maybe it's a sign it's coming. Mm-hmm. Because now looking back, I think I did start in my 30s because I did when I was 35, my boobs grew. And I was like, what the heck? And I thought it was because of, I was on birth control and I was on, I know there's a lot of TMI, but I'm just putting information out there. So if anybody else is experiencing the same thing. But at the time I was, I had the, um, what is that? The patch, the birth control patch. Mm-hmm. I thought it was because of that, because um, I, re- you know, read that that can be a symptom. So I got off the patch. Was like, well, I, you know, I already had enough. I don't need any more boobs. But now looking back, I'm like, oh, I think that was the start. And then I was dealing with acne. So my boobs, mm. and I had bad acne at 35. To I acne mean, when the it was the bottom part of my face, like uh, the lower part of my jaw, my chin, and my shoulders and back. And I didn't even have acne as a teenager, um, but this was like bad acne. And again, I attribute it to the patch, the birth control patch. But now I'm like, that was the start of perimenopause. Mm. But I didn't know at the time because no one mentioned anything. And I didn't think, you know, I didn't even know that it could start that early because I'm still having the cycle and everything. So, but yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, but the night sweats, that started for me a couple of years ago. But like you said, I would, the whole, just a big old wet spot. Now I was like, oh my goodness. Um, and so just to help, that's when I just. Yeah, for me, it's been like indicators like the night sweats. I, I have mood swings, but I don't know if that's like from the period or life or <laughs> you know right. that like now it's a co as a combination of everything with everything a com- the pandemic it could be right. a combination of uh a lot of things going on so mm-hmm. um <laughs> that's true but i just try to keep that level of awareness up so now i will say you can um because you know we deal with so much all the time and like you said you don't know what's causing it you can go to your doctor and do uh get your blood work just do the blood test for it um and that will tell you where you are and so i, I did that in 20 was it 2020 i think or 2019 i, I don't know last year and just it was it's a blur the last two years basically but I did uh get my blood work um to get uh, my blood tested for menopause and when I looked at my results I it put me right in I'm like right dead smack in the middle 
of menopause. And I was like, okay, all right, well, it's here. So if you're not sure, you could go to your doctor. And I went to my um, general practice doctor to do the blood work and um, test your certain tests. I think it's FS, FSH level um, TH something. It's in like glucose and several things that they look at where they can tell. Um, if you're in menopause or not, or if you're menopause, perimenopausal. So that's just something to consider to, you know, if you want to go ahead and maybe try and narrow it down and figure out if, if it could be perimenopausal, you can do your, get the blood work. So that's, that's just, an idea. Yeah. So, cause you know, we don't know. It's just, you go through so much, you know, as women, our bodies just constantly changing from, uh, puberty on up to you know childbirth and just then perimenopausal menopausal and then everything else in between right and age right you know, age. You know mm-hmm. lately I've been waking up and things hurt that didn't hurt before <laughs> right yeah <laughs> that's true and I'm just like just why mm-hmm. <laughs> and you know because I was thinking about that too when I broke my ankle and I was like I wonder if that has anything to do with, you know, I'm, and that's the next thing I need to get checked if like maybe my calcium levels are, are low. Because, um, you know, if, uh, you know, as we get older and then we do lose estrogen, that affects, you know, you could get, what is it, osteoporosis and that yeah. affects your bones. So um, I'm going to have to get that checked on my next doctor's appointment. So... It's a lot. It's just a lot to uh, consider. But to piggyback off of what you were just saying with like going to your doctor about the uh, blood levels, another thing to consider as well is, especially for like the emotional part and like the mood swings, Mm -hmm. is uh, if you don't already consider speaking with someone like a therapist about that and talking through that yeah um whether you're perimenopausal or menopausal just to have someone talk to so you know those thoughts won't you know cause you to do harm to yourself or someone else around you um just having a sounding board and having someone to speak because i mean you're not crazy right it's a lot of women that's and I know you may feel like you're crazy right um but you're not crazy and there's so many women that are going through this uh you know you know as we've been saying but again it's not something that we we talk about Mm -hmm. and that's so true um because in me and uh some of my my girlfriends we talked about it and we laugh at each other because, you know, we we, you know, we were like, you know, we could watch, you know, a uh, um, Disney World commercial, you know, after the Super Bowl. What are you going to do? I'm going to Disney World, and next thing you know, we're crying, <laughs> you know, watching the Disney World. Just the, something so simple as like, why am I crying? You know, watching a commercial because you're, you know, your hormones are everywhere. You're emotional. Or in or having thoughts, you know, depression, um, just sadness, fear, 
or even suicidal thoughts, all that can be um, symptoms of menopause. And not, like you said, not that you're going crazy. It's just that your hormones are in balance. And, you know, a lot of times that's when they'll put women on, um, what is it, hormonal um, therapy uh, medication to balance out their levels, your estrogen levels, um, so that you're not dealing with that because that can be pretty traumatic too. Um, oh yeah. Having any type of suicidal thoughts, just depression and, you know, you're trying to be productive at work, you, you know, you have your family, um, friends and, you know, people don't know what's going on with you. And then they, they'll think you're crazy because, you know, you seem to be acting irrational um, and you can't explain it. So, you know, it's embarrassing and it is just confusing. So that's why, you know, you, like you were saying, talk to a therapist as well to get um, that balance and just to be able to talk it out and work through, you know, your thought process. And then to make sure that it is, like you said, it's something that you can, you're able to cope with and handle and to differentiate it from if it is something more severe or actually coming from, you know, a mental state of depression. So um, you talk to your doctor, therapist uh, to get professional help. Yeah, that's, I mean, and then, you know, journaling is good. We all, we talk about this probably every other episode, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> journaling, your mental health um, is just so important. And maybe, always redirecting sometimes when I get into a dark space I try to redirect my thoughts mm-hmm. and think about um like gratitudes what right. I'm grateful for and maybe even writing them down mm-hmm. just to just center myself and what I've been doing a lot especially since we've had the episode with Dr. Berry go back and listen to that you guys if you haven't done so but the episode with Dr. Berry and she mentioned uh the meditations I've been doing a lot of those right just practicing mindfulness and um meditating and it's all it's so many different type of you can create your own meditation if you like yeah (laughs) that's something you can do if you are a a member of peloton they have it on the app where they have different meditations and that's normally where I, i do my meditation where they have um like a healing meditation Um, gratitude, patience, acceptance, courage, just different things that calm to, you know, how to be calm, peace, right? When you're looking for peace, you know, just all of the things that you probably uh, neglect on a day to day basis. And when we are going through different things day to day that kind of center you. Um, so that's one thing that could possibly help. I don't know. You chime in. That's something that I do and I'm not menopausal. I diagnose myself as perimenopausal, but I'm not a doctor. <laughs> but <laughs> but I, I I think I'm I'm becoming a firm believer of meditation and how it can be beneficial. I you know I had did a couple of the meditation episodes. I did one, it was a seasonal meditation and so he talks you know and so I did the one for summer and I was like that was actually pretty nice you know and he just 
kind of talk mm-hmm. about, give you visuals of, you know, things, because I like summer anyway, but just um, what you would see during the summertime, being at the beach, hearing the sounds of, you know, the waves, you know, coming in and washing on shore. Um, and then there was one for the falls and they talk about, you know, the leaves and seeing the foliage and everything. So I did those and, you know, you know, I love my nature. Um, but it's, yes, yeah, it just, I enjoyed those and it, you know, yeah, I, I like his, I, this is with uh, Ross Rayburn. I, I like his. It's, it's another lady on there that she, um, I, I think it's Kristen or something like that. And hers is really good because she almost make you say like affirmations to yourself. Hmm. Uh, I'll screenshot it and send it to you after the podcast. But okay. she almost, because um, I think I do like an acceptance or one of those meditations. And she was just saying, now repeat after me, say, I am worthy. Mm-hmm. And you know, you said it but yeah I think hers is pretty good too um but yeah it's, it's definitely a way to recenter and, and redirect yourself but as as I was mentioning earlier the faith the name of the Facebook group is as I mentioned it's a pre-menopause and menopause support group so yeah, if you're listening <laughs> that's one to join and then that's on Facebook and if you're on Instagram if you just search uh, menopause, so many different type of groups come up. They got menopause Pilates. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you're, um, you know, looking to move your body and still ex- exercise, um, the shades of menopause, um, a menopause doctor, overcoming menopause. Um, it's just so many different uh, resources now that that it that is available to you so you won't feel alone and we thought this would be such an important topic topic to talk about because so many of our audience members are in the age group where they're either approaching menopause in menopause post menopause you all know about menopause and you're not alone <laughs> right <laughs> so um we thought it would be a great uh topic to bring up and if you all have any uh, questions or, um, you know, definitely tag us and let us know once you listen to the episode. Um, if you need any resources, we'll assist in directing you in the, in the right, to the right person or the right connection. You know, just let us know. We, we definitely uh, uh, want to help. Um, anything that we can do Mm -hmm. and there's uh well there's several books out um too that um kind of helps give you more information and how to deal with it um and I'm trying to think of the book um because I bought it and I haven't gone all the way through it I started it and then that was it is Um, it the menopause switch no, um, trying to look it up. Um, oh, what is it? What is it? How to master menopause? It's I, I forgot where I saw this book. 
Um, well, there's a couple out there, of course, the Menopause Manifesto, the Menopause Book. Because um, I remember I shared it in our, you know, on our front group, was that last year? And I'm trying to find it. But I'll, before we're done, I'll get it. But go ahead, I'll, I'll get it. Because it's one of the, it was uh, a top seller. But, and if you can't, um, we we'll, uh, we can all, always post it when we uh, post the episode on our Facebook page. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram. So this is on the Run Podcast, and you'll be able to find the link to the book. Well, I found it. I found it. It's referring Sorry. to yeah. It's called Before the Change: Taking Charge of Your Perimenopause. So this starts with perimenopause, and it's. Um, discusses getting to the root causes of hormonal dysfunction um, and it deals with mood swings, lose weight loss, sleeping better, boosting energy or weight gain by Anne Louise Gittleman with a G, but it's before the change. It's a New York Times bestseller. Before the change by Anne Louise Gittleman. Gittleman. Is that G-I-D-D-L? G-I-T-T-L-E-M-A-N. Okay. You guys heard it. That's a book. That's an all-in-one. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and just, um, I'm just going to read a couple of the chapters and the contents. The first, it starts out with, you're not crazy. It's just perimenopause. Um, and then she also talks about, like, um, supplements to deal with, um, liver, bile support, natural estrogen therapy, controlling carbs, slimming fats and hormone-friendly protein, getting personal with the sexy slimming fat, the right peri-vitamins and minerals, hormonal creams, making all the right moves, taking the distress out of stress, Taming the thyroid, because that's another thing, too, because sometimes uh, it could be misleading because um, it could be thyroid. And still, she does talk. And I, I remember reading a little bit on that, how to tell the difference if it's a thyroid issue or if it's um, menopausal or uh, perimenopausal. Um, clean food and pure water, secret cures for perimenopause problems. So yeah, so those are just some of the um, chapters in the book. So yeah, it deals with a lot. So yeah, check that out, you guys. Before the yeah, I, I found it, and it's on. You can find it on Amazon. Mm-hmm. That's where I got it. Paperback or possibly at your local libraries. Well, yeah, right. I'm pretty sure they have it at the libraries too. Yeah, you can check your local library, and if you want it, then purchase it from Amazon. That's what I normally do. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, so there's all types of resources out there, and we just thought it would it was a great topic to kind of discuss, especially before um, wintertime. If you live in, like, the Midwest, East Coast, states where it get cold and it get dark early mm-hmm. <laughs> and then it, it gets uh the sun comes up later 
So your days are shorter now. And it's, I think it's statistics that states that like in the wintertime, people are really depressed because you kind of, it's, it's very, it's not that much daylight. <laughs> right. I think that's what it is. I know it's like sad, seasonal something dysfunction. Yeah. Um, the so term for that. Anyway. And, but, and it also affects your vitamin D. Anybody, mm -hmm. Dr. Oz used to mention that all the time. You know, those of us that live above the Mason-Dixon line and um, like you said, the Midwest and the Northeast, um, because we're not getting as much sun with the, we tend to be vitamin D deficient, which I am. And that also affects um, your hormones, your bones, um, your mood. So just a lot basically learning your body and that, that's mm -hmm. what I would say pay it start paying attention as you know and we Keisha and I we always talk about this as well you know as women we're always doing a lot doing a lot for everyone and we don't pay attention or we put ourselves last but we need to as we're getting older we really need to start paying attention to our own bodies and being in touch with our bodies so we know what's going on what's normal what's not um so you know how to deal with it. Mm -hmm. So start paying attention to your body and then also balance. Cause that's one of the things also um, that they mentioned in dealing with menopause, you have to learn how to balance family life work because it can be overwhelming. Cause like I said, you lose, you lose focus. Um, your memory isn't what it was, your, your fatigue. And if you push it, push it, push it, going, 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 um, you're just going to wear yourself out more and then that could cause more physical damage to your body so being able to balance being aware of what's going on in your body and then balance your life work life balance mm -hmm. life, all of that um so that you can be more productive and effective you know throughout your day yeah and then just documenting uh things when it if it don't feel right, you know, maybe documenting some, you know, your symptoms or something that that's just like, oh, this, this isn't right. right. Just making sure you, you make note of that. Mm -hmm. um, those changes and, and getting rest as Sabrina mentioned. Um, mm -hmm. If you are a workout fanatic, it's okay to rest and recover. Right. <laughs> that's how it's you, needed. if you're not a workout fanatic and you just take care of everybody. <laughs> mm -hmm. and everything it's okay to rest um you can't and i'm sure we might have said we this on previous episodes and you might have heard this listeners before you can't pour from an empty cup exactly so you know make sure you're you're full and you get into things that you're you need even if it's 10 minutes 15 minutes heck the meditations that we're told that we were just discussing they're only five minutes right and sometimes that's all I have is five minutes <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> and so I've been making a point to to myself I just need five minutes to center myself so instead of scrolling on uh Facebook and Instagram and you know mindless time doing that recenter yourself because sometimes some of the things that's on there can be toxic toxic as well so okay. Um, just 
give yourself five minutes and then work yourself up like we say with like workouts and running you know mm-hmm. <laughs> you start mm-hmm. with one now do you do two now maybe you start with five minutes of giving yourself meditation or your time whatever that may, may look like for you to yourself and then you may say oh i'm gonna give myself 10 minutes next month mm-hmm. and m- maybe turn that month into a week and then that week turns into days i mean you deserve it we deserve it oh yeah um as uh, Sabrina mentioned, as women, we do a lot. And mm-hmm. a lot of people rely on us <laughs> for mm-hmm. a lot of things. <laughs> for a lot of things. So don't feel bad about giving yourself back that time to read, to devote a little bit to yourself. We have, we're in the last quarter of the year. It's okay. It's okay. We've made it this far. If you're able to listen to this, episode you you made it through the latter part of this pandemic that we're still stuck in <laughs> still stuck oh my god i'm not even going there but yeah <laughs> that, that we're still stuck in so it's a lot if at if at least if you're struggling and you're feeling down it's still be grateful for that that you're able to listen and, and that you survive that you've survived this much and as the season change as your body change um, you know, try to change some of those habits that are not so good habits. And if you're not meditating and take that time, take that time for yourself. Right. Do that as a guilty pleasure for yourself and take that time. Treat yourself. You deserve it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Treat yourself. Don't beat yourself. Right. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't, don't beat yourself up about it when you do it. Yeah. So we appreciate you guys continue your continued support and and listening to us and we'll provide a link when we post the episode on facebook and instagram to the book that we mentioned and even the support groups that are on facebook in case you may want to join it mm-hmm. and if you um want to reach out to us don't hesitate uh you can like I mentioned, you can find us on Facebook and Instagram, Sosa Sooner Run Podcast. And as we always say, from our soul to your soul. Have a great day, guys. See you next time.